0: I'm just I happy have fixed. I'm just happy everything worked out I'm always happy that things work out I don't know no. what you just did <laughs> open the beer very
1: loudly oh Is there are twist offs a... oh well here I was using a bottle opener well in the end the bottle's open and the beer can be in us yes and that's what truly counts that that's matters. what matters cheers cheers I like how it's kind of become a traditional thing now the opening of a beer and a clicking of a beer at the beginning of an episode opening the podcast opening the beer <laughs> So, uh, we, oh, right, I was about to say, like, we were gonna have this whole, like, starting point for the podcast, you said there was like, oh, that'll be a great jumping off point, I forgot what it was, then I looked at your beer and went, oh, right, the beers. <laughs> yeah, we are drinking Joe Beef Beer. <laughs> Sorry, you totally just looked at me to, like, finish your sentence, and I'm like, I'm drinking this shit, you can talk, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joe Beef Beer, uh, from the famous Joe Beef restaurant here in Montreal. Oh my god, Joe Beef. I mean, if the, those
0: of uh, our friends and co-workers who are listening... <laughs> Joe Beef! That was for you. That was for you. Ah, uh, god. You, I mean, we've been to Joe Beef. Yeah, that was my first and only time going. I went twice. The first time I went, it was shitty, though, because... Not not because of the food. The food was fantastic. I was gonna it's say. because I had a sore throat. Oof. So I couldn't enjoy it, so I'm like, I gotta go back, I
1: gotta go back. And finally, the opportunity arose to, to go well, again. It, it, we went back because of you. I mean, you planned the whole thing. You were just like... Hey, I'm going to make a reservation for a bunch of people, and then I'll find people who want to go, because for those of you who might be listening that aren't Montrealers or don't visit the city enough, it is a fantastically high-class restaurant, tons of great food, some of the best steaks. Yeah, I mean, great steaks. Great food in general. Everything we ate there was fantastic.
0: And it's, I believe, there's probably some others that are pretty well-known, but I believe Joe Beef is the... Most is, yeah. well-known Montreal restaurant I would on international say circuits.
1: Probably a good reference point would be if anyone's watched uh, The Layover with Anthony Bourdain, yeah. where he'll spend 24 hours in a city between flights just going to like his top spots. Yeah. The episode basically gets hijacked by the owners of Joe Beef. Exactly. Uh, Dave McMillan, who basically just, they get sit in the back of a truck. Like literally the back of a pickup truck and, and drink, drink while being driven around like, in restaurants? Cat-
0: they're not like driving the back streets either. They're going down St. Catherine Street. Oh right yeah, just Maison like Neuve, brown bagging it. Brown bagging it. It's it's and, and for those who are maybe not from Montreal, St. Catherine Street and Maisonneuve are
1: two very main streets in Pretty Montreal. much if you're coming to Montreal, you're going downtown, you're gonna get a drink, you're probably gonna hit St. Cat at some point and just go for a walk. Yeah. Exactly. There's there's um, so many. I had the opportunity to meet uh, Dave McMillan. I believe you told me this, but... Yeah, it was like the day know. after I ended up seeing him and getting to chat with him a bit about uh, helping him get Instagram back on his phone. And it was like, put in your email, joebeef at... I'm like, oh. oh... he came into your work. Yes. Artwork. And it was just like, this moment of like, he looks vaguely familiar. I recognize the name, but I couldn't put two and two together. And then he's like, I need to get my Instagram logged in. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, let's double check your email and your password. And he goes and types in... Dave at jobeefcom and I'm just like, I don't think that, that's all the actual email address. I just give it. Yeah. Something with Joe Beef in it was very blatant, and I was like, oh, oh, that Dave. Yeah. <sighs> it was kind of like a little mini celebrity moment, because he's one of the most amazing chefs in Montreal, and I'm a oh, big yeah, foodie. fantastic. And it was a very fun little meeting. But no, that was it. Coming home today, and I knew beers was my turn, and I saw these, and I was like, you know what? Splurge something fancy, a good beer we know we both like. Yeah. Joe Beef, uh, for those who have not been... I'd
0: say it's worth splurging for. Like, for me, uh, remembering that night that, mm-hmm. that we were there, I think I got, what, I got an appetizer, a main course, and a drink. Yeah. I think with tax, it came out to about 60 bucks, which is a lot for, you know, a basic meal. But for a good meal, like at Joe Beef, that you go to, what, once a year?
1: It's worth doing. That's it. Like, I've always yeah. been a big fan of those splurging moments where you kind of go to that one really good restaurant. I know very often my birthday, that's where my uh, fiancé will treat me to, is a really good restaurant. We've done a uh, Gardemanger yeah. the year before. We actually did uh, Dave, the owner of Joe Beef's other restaurant, uh, Liverpool House. Liverpool House is also a good one. I have also not been fantastic. there, but
0: it, I heard it's good. Garde Manger, I'd love to do. Guard um, is good, yeah. Montreal, um, I believe it was it was maybe a BuzzFeed or an MTL blog article that said Montreal has become Never the
1: food speak of those <laughs> those again.
0: <laughs> They've become the food capital mm-hmm. uh, of North America. Mm. I can see that, and you know, I don't I don't call myself a foodie, but there's nothing
1: like being, I guess, taken care of at a nice restaurant. And that's it. And that's the kind of thing too. Where like I've been to good restaurants where I've had like a good bite. But service wasn't amazing. Exactly. We've also got a really good collection of restaurants that are both high-end food and service quality. I mean, Garde Manger, we ended up sitting at the bar eating. And they were always checking in on us and just, you know, coming by and seeing how we were doing. And, like, you know, it wasn't just, how you doing? Good? Okay, bye. They would chat for a minute. They would share a story. Yeah. They'd ask how the food was. Had you eaten there before? Uh, was it to your taste? Could you use more? Like, they really, like, they cared. That And it, it was less of the, like... I'm being paid to do this. It's the This is my profession. I love this. Well, that's thing. Think back to every restaurant that you
0: like. Do you like it just because of the food? Probably not. Probably the atmosphere and the level of service. Like, I can think of restaurants where the food was good, but the staff was rude or just not attentive or there was something that was not related to the food that negatively impacted me and that said, I'm not going to go to this place again.
1: Oh yeah, no, uh, and I'll, I'll call her out a little bit, my, my fiancé, Paula, is quite critical of service in place of that, rightfully so, like I'm not talking like she'll bitch at a waiter for being like a little slow, mm-hmm. but after the fact will be very like, I'm. I, I, she would very easily not go back to some place she's been to, even if the food was good. Because the service, she'd be like, "No, not worth it." Like that service was was abysmal. Exactly, you can find
0: good food Mm -hmm. and good service, and Montreal's not some cultural or culinary wasteland where there's like two places and if one place sucks guess what you're going to the other place every time the West Island might be a little bit like that where I'm where I live but even they you know you have restaurants you can avoid and restaurants you.
1: even the West Island's gotten a little better too I will give you an example uh, very often the after work uh, local place you'll grab a burger I would say is either Five Guys or Jukebox yeah and I feel like Five Guys was the more traditional one and it was more of a chain people know the name and Jukebox was always sort of made fun of because it was bought by a bunch of rich Jewish fathers so their kids could have jobs (laughs) yeah, <laughs> but I will admit in the last year or two they've really upped the game they've hired good staff either the girls that stayed or the kids that stayed got better but I genuinely have good service every time I'm there I love the uh, atmosphere it's a little fun and like you know old 50's diner style Yeah, but they now serve some really good burgers they've also been
0: featured on some Food Network show have yeah. they really? yeah and oh. they were in an Epic Mealtime video
1: because Epic Mealtime is from you know the West that's Island. it uh, Epic Mealtime actually my, one of my favorites that was the they once yeah. made a giant pizza, so they ordered, like, I think 50 Domino's pizzas. Yeah. And my brother was the delivery guy. Was he actually? So the video is just, like, opening the door, and my brother's there, like, cause he knew whose house it was, because we've grown up in the area, we've known them forever, the the steeds I worked with his sister for a bit. So my brother was there, like, it's, like, 9.30 night, sunglasses on, mm-hmm. just, like, looking totally disheveled, just, pizzas. Look, kind of gone to character. He's, he's only for a few seconds, but, you know, it's, uh... That's another i too. Is like, Mudro really is a food city. Even like our big celebrity, like internet guy, Harley of Epic Mealtime, eh, Epic Mealtime, it's food. Yeah. Uh, though they do a lot more now and they do some great stuff and I've, he's a really well-spoken guy, Harley.
0: Uh, he is. I, I can't say anything, uh, I can't say anything bad. I, I mean, I'd never really met him. So, True. I don't know him. I know a couple, like I have connections. I think most West Island people have some person who knows somebody who is associated with Epic Mealtime. I mean, our, our ex coworker.
1: Yeah, Mike. Now Mike uh, is now associated with them. does the editing for their show and also runs <coughs> their um, Epic Gaming channel on YouTube. And yeah, pretty much plays Overwatch all the time, which I'm still looking into. Yeah. Great guy, Mike. Great oh, he's guy. a sweetheart. We love him to death. We do. And um, eventually, we hope to get him on the show. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge, Mike. Hey, I- no. Like I said, I spoke to him. I, I think he's down. <laughs> we have other. We have another subject coming up that I probably
0: don't know as much about. So if you guys are are filling in for me then that'll be good. So
1: you know. No, but definitely be a, an interesting subject. And I like I like when subjects don't always fit everyone's niche perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, some things where you might know more than I do. Like if we do do a, an episode on sports and like hanging in watching sports in the community around like, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, fantasy sports. Yeah. Like you have a background in that. I got nothing. I have no idea how that stuff works. And I almost want to learn more about it. And I feel like it'd be a great place to experience it would be on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also going to share going back to the food stuff a little bit there. Was there, I remember when um, we had a f- two, Paula had two of her friends she had met when she was living abroad, uh, two British guys coming to town, um, Adia and Niles, and just, we were trying to think, like, where to take them, we have a few days with them, like, places to go, places to see, and like, 80% of it was food. Like, you think of Montreal, and it's like, we have some major events, I know the Jazz Fest is coming up. Yeah. Uh, have you seen, actually, in the mall we work in, the, the Jazz thing they had going on? No, I saw your Snapchat. Okay, yeah, I knew I, I shared it with that was really cool. They basically just renovated a uh, part of the mall we both work in. For those of you listening, you clearly know this, but I'm still going to repeat it. And I think it was last Friday, was it? But basically they had like renovated a big chunk of the building t- uh, to give more of a like open courtyard in the middle type yes. thing to give more space. And they set up a bunch of couches and a little stage in the middle, and they had a jazz band performing like 2-3 days in a row yeah. during the afternoons. And they were really good. Like I always say like I don't love jazz, Mm-hmm. But I like live jazz. Live well, jazz is good. There's a lot of craftsmanship, or, or not craftsmanship, musicianship that mm-hmm. goes into live jazz. Little glitch in the matrix there. Our apologies. It seems uh, there was a bit of a pause. Uh, jazz. We're talking about jazz. Jazz. And I was saying yes. I don't like jazz. Like I don't listen to jazz. It's never my go-to. Mm-hmm. If I hear it sometimes, like in a video game soundtrack or someone's playing it, whatever. But it's when you see it live. I really seem to enjoy it. That's fair. There's a lot of music styles
0: that you don't necessarily appreciate as much until you see the actual work that goes into them mm-hmm. when you see it live. Um, or even just when you're exposed to it a little bit more and you just look more into not only the, the musicianship, again I'll use the word, uh, and the, the actual skill taken to play these instruments, but also the cultural and political background. That surrounds some of these genres even coming to be.
1: And I guess that's it too, yeah. Like, I've listened to a lot more at work. A lot of the guys will put on rap in the. There you uh, go. When we're doing work. And I just find, like, you know what? Never my thing, but I'm hearing, like, and I, I keep going back to I think Fetty Wap is the one I keep hearing. Fetty Wap. Going. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes, yet? it is. You are. Okay, good. Is it just, Fetty Wap? I, I think that it's an open pronunciation. Okay. He seems the kind of guy who wouldn't mind from, from what I, the, the vibe I get from him in interviews and stuff.
0: I, mean, I don't
1: f- know I've seen a few things with him like I know like, there was I the his songs but that's it well he's also had that one that has the um, someone much me the clip of him being interviewed by somebody being like oh, how did you lose your eye like expecting like a super gangster story and he goes childhood glaucoma yeah <laughs> it's just like oh okay let's move on like just totally like even if like, you think of like, if I were a rapper missing an eye I would probably just play up the story I'd like, be like, oh, yeah, no, I lost it Like you know, in a totally. fight, in a bar, and some dude, and I saved <laughs> some shit. Like, you'd, 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 like, you'd, like, play with it, have fun. But he was like, no, I'm serious. It's childhood.com, I lost the knife, fuck it. Be but I like, keep hearing yourself. his music and being like, I actually am starting to enjoy it a bit more. Again, I don't think it would ever hit my usual playlists. No. Um, although Same. I do need to now come up with a good gym playlist, I realize. Well, I can yeah. help you with that. That should be a little uh, post- uh, post-show activity. Or if you have any suggestions for good songs to listen to at the gym, tweet me or post up give on me my some, give us some genres
0: that you are generally tending towards yeah what is your what is your go to gym genre i think it depends for me sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes i'll definitely go for the jock jams you will go hip hop pure hip hop just hard hitting not even listening to the lyrics that much just want the beat that matches what i'm doing um hard rock even trending towards a little bit of a lighter heavy metal mm-hmm. can definitely do that sometimes so uh you know but that makes sense for the gym. And then um, even sometimes just, um, I mean, my favorite band right now and has been for a while is Matt and Kim. Mm-hmm. And they just have upbeat, indie pop, I
1: get high tempo
0: him. songs that are just really fun to, to run to or to do this. Well, Stairmaster is what I do right now, but to do Stairmaster too. So it really depends on what I'm
1: feeling. I hear you. I actually took so today was I just uh, I just signed up for the gym It was like you know what I'm here now I have all my stuff with me I have a towel I have a change of clothes let me just go and do like I think I did an hour yeah so well, that's usually 30. 30 on the treadmill and
0: 30 just workout. that's yeah that's yeah. pretty solid of where you want to be I think
1: normally I would have probably added an extra like, 20 at the end of the treadmill again just to cool down yeah that was the, the old habit back at the old gym right but uh, one day I knew time was sensitive I had to come by and meet you they gave me a, a coupon for a free sandwich at Dagwood's actually ooh I love little sandwich on the way home Sammy little Sammy little Sammy actually. Um, but, but uh, I did not prepare my playlist and I was like I don't really feel like going through music and making a playlist now I just want to sit down and go yeah so the treadmill experience actually i got to thank a buddy of ours Daniel for suggesting I set my incline to whatever I needed it to be at my speed to whatever I needed to be at so it was a nice light pace with a good incline and played thirty odd minutes of Hearthstone <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> on the treadmill. Oh, then I know which Daniel you're talking about. Now. Okay, <laughs> exactly. I'm like Daniel. I know we
0: know a couple Daniels. I'm like, <laughs> oh wait, the guy who ref- we is, we refer to him as Daniel and
1: the guy who plays Hearthstone. Yes, yes, Doctor Dan. Doctor Dan. You know he's going for a PhD. I thought he was still going for his masters. Well, he's doing his masters, but, but his he's like, it's it's he's got the PhD hey, everything lined good up. Good for him. I keep joking, one day he'll be on a plane. And they'll have that cliche movement of, is there a doctor on this plane? And he'll stand up and go, I'm a doctor. Can you save this man's life? No, but I could probably balance his checkbook and get him a few savings. Yeah, he's gone for his doctorate
0: and I think, what, finance?
1: Finance, or the, the course he's in that I feel is made up, which is econometrics. Econometrics. Uh, and it's not, it's not his end result, but apparently someone who studies econometrics becomes an econometrician. <laughs> just, just, does it not sound like something Homer Simpson would say? Yes. <laughs> I'm a economist. I mean, magician. no offense to Daniel if you're listening <laughs> to this.
0: I th- I'm sure whatever that is, I admittedly don't
1: know about it, it's going to be a lot better than what either of us are doing right now. Valid point. So, uh, we'll be sitting here talking to a mic and he'll be you know, rolling in a pile of Rolls Royces. Yeah. A pile of Rolls Royces. Mm. Can we break away for a second and talk about... So we both backed a game on Kickstarter. Yes. Called Million Dollars Butt, which we do plan dollars. on playing on the show one day when we get our copies. Yeah. Hopefully we'll invite a couple friends too. Yeah, I think we we're really fun. Even if we do it like a, like a twenty minute post show like add on type thing. Oh, that'd be I fun. I kinda like doing the idea of like little add ons at the end of the show, so little mm-hmm. alternate bonuses. So they closed the campaign, they raised over a million dollars. It set tons of records on Kickstarter. Super exciting. It's from Rooster Teeth, who's a company they both adore. The they hit their funding goal in four minutes. Seriously. Like the I was time <laughs> Backer
0: number ninety eight. I'm very I was proud like of what
1: that. I was like one something one twenty something's like like yeah. you know, lollygagged. But I do want to get to they sort of had a unlisted so if you ever use Kickstarter, the basic idea is you can donate an amount to the cause and generally get rewarded for it. Yes. So in this case it was very clear you paid X amount, you got the game. You spent a little more, got some bonus cards. A little more, and they had a challenge coin or autographs or yeah. At a certain level, they included tickets to their event, RTX in Austin. I think at like a few thousand, you'd actually get us uh, to come down to their studio and be on an episode of the show, Million Dollars But. Are you pulling up the listing now? or? Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, you're looking at other stuff. No, it's okay. We're always on our phones looking at work-related stuff for the podcast. I just wanted to know if that's what he was doing. Maybe correct me on stuff. I could, though. Well, I mean, I with them all. The one I really want to talk about, though, is you couldn't actively choose it on Kickstarter. They wouldn't allow it as an option, but they had listed... For a million dollars, a mystery (coughs) prize. And it really was a million dollars, mystery prize, and no one knew what it was. So, Bernie, uh, one of the founders of Rooster Teeth and one of the main faces of the company, I would say. He was on The Amazing Race. He's the face of this game coming out and all that. Definitely when you think of Rooster Teeth, you probably think of Bernie. Probably. I think at this point he's probably the first guy. Synonymous with it. So, what I wanted to ask was, did you see him announce what the million dollars would have gotten you? I did not see it. I heard of it. So, I really hope I still have it open on Reddit, and Reddit didn't crash on me. Okay, so Reddit did close on me at some point today, so I'm going to quickly go to the Rooster Cheese subreddit, and... In the meantime, I, <laughs> please, I will explain
0: you. a little bit about what this game is. Yes, please. Because A Million Dollars butt is a game that is based on their on their short little show, which is A Million Dollars butt, where it's pretty much uh, people sitting around a table or a couch with beers discussing hypothetical situations it's almost like would you rather but a bit of a twist it's like you will have i will give you a million dollars but for the next month you can only speak in baby talk
1: that's it so the idea basically was it, it all spawned from an episode of their podcast where the premise was you get a million dollars but you're being hunted by a snail the snail is immortal and yeah. its only goal is to meet make contact with you and once it does you die but it's going at the speed of a
0: typical snail yeah and, but it's always hunting you. So you can fly over to Australia and stay there, but the snail will be hunting you. It'll it'll make its way over there in due
1: time. That's it. Whether it goes underwater or it does actually get onto a boat that it knows is going, it has enough intelligence to try. Yeah. So it was an interesting premise and it then led to a game where, like I said, you'll get a few people sitting around with beers. We recommend looking it up cause they actually do basically act out these scenarios. They actually do create small skits based on all those scenarios and kind of have fun with it. And it's really interesting. Yeah, and we are both we both are getting copies of the game this month. Yeah. So
0: our friends very can excited. play with us. It, it's it's promising to be a fun game. Yeah.
1: So, like I said, one of their options was a million-dollar donation, which nobody made. So they said, because it's done, no one can make it now. We're officially going to announce what you would have gotten for the million. Again, who knows how true this is. Maybe they realize no one took it so we can have a more fun with it. But I'm going to read off the list. Cause Bernie does in a little video, and someone then uh, noted it all down. So, rent at an Austin apartment for a year. Year of employment at Rooster Teeth Productions, a Rolls Royce Phantom Standard Package, <laughs> a PS4, Xbox One, state of gaming PC, a Vive headset, an Oculus headset, dinner with Matt Hullman and Bernie Burns, the two founders of the company, uh, drinks with Jeff Ramsey, he runs the Achievement Hunter channel and is very famously so he's also the drinker. One of the founders. He was. I guess he's one of the founders. He's very often associated I would say with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the item that most touched my heart was a hug from Gus. Wow. I mean, again, we're we're being... We're on a very particularly specific subject. For those of you who might know the series will suddenly realize how amazing that is. Yeah. Gavin Free shares one personal feeling with you. (laughs) Uh, A short from the company based on you. So one of their animated shorts or one of their live action shorts based on you. Yeah. Guest appearance on one of their podcasts. Two VIP tickets to RTX, their annual event in Austin, for the next 10 years. Wow. A minor speaking role in any sequel to the movie Laser Team, which is the movie they uh, actually crowdfunded last year that got produced. Another fantastic piece of theirs. Yeah. Jack Patillo's phone number. Wow, <laughs> oh, well. That's an inside joke. That's an inside joke. Uh, nice dinner with Barbara or Blaine or Bernie if you're into that. Uh, I, would, <laughs> I would obviously use Barbara because she's the Montrealer. Oh, it would be tough for me between Barbara and Blaine. Really? Not Bernie? I think Bernie's the debate at that point. Like, I love Blaine, but like... I like Blaine. He's uh, cool. Barbara. But, but I'd
0: probably choose Barbara at the end because he's Montreal
1: it. connection. Uh, and may I add a strip tease by Josh Flanagan. Mm. <laughs> the big that's, bear of a man. That's the real goal there. Uh, a one-hour petting zoo featuring all the RT pets. Because so a lot of them have their well, dogs and their the, pets. No,
0: going back to the Bernie thing, wasn't there a dinner with Bernie and Matt earlier on in the in the? Oh, yes, yeah, so you have another dinner so with Bernie.
1: I, would, <laughs> I want a private dinner with you after this. Get out of here, Matt. <laughs> right. uh, so, yeah, a lot of them have their pets that sit around the office and some of the pets that often they'll talk about on their shows. So one-hour petting zoo featuring all the RT pets. Definitely. A one-minute petting zoo featuring all the Achievement Hunter crew. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was adorable. I don't know if I... Wow, one minute. I don't know. There's a lot like... you can do in one minute. There's a lot of jack to pet. <laughs> There's a lot of jack to pet. Um, complete power to renew or cancel on the spot. One of their game shows they, they do. <laughs> I know what I'd do. And a copy of the card game. Oh, well. Of course. <laughs> At least. Uh, funny, though, someone else actually on the Reddit went afterwards and priced this all out. And giving vague numbers and rounding would come up to about $490,000. Hmm, so it's not is, worth it. I, but I mean, I, I don't know, I guess some of the experiential stuff that you would never get otherwise. Yeah. I mean, really, if you have a million dollars, if you can believe, do a lot of those things. I if we're still going on it, I believe they
0: mentioned there were like 17 or 18 serious inquiries into the million dollars. Really? Or, I didn't hear this. But no one, no one bit mm. on the actual. So apparently Rooster Teeth has
1: some uh, well-off fans I could see that. I mean, like, look at someone, I give an example of, and I always go back to my favorite comedian, Chris Hardwick, who's gone very well for himself. If you've ever heard of him, it's because he's probably hosted one of the millions of panels at a million Comic-Cons he's been to, or his after show for The Walking Dead called The Talking Dead, or his Comedy Central show at midnight, or the list goes on. He's the kind of person who's into that kind of stuff, and probably could much of a million dollars to donate. Probably. But then again, based on all this, like, is it really worth it? I mean, it, if I had a million, would you would you do it for a million dollars? If I had more than a million dollars, if I had
0: just a million dollars, I would not spend it all on. Valor. But if I had enough money where a million dollars became, yeah, I'd probably do it.
1: You no, know, I'm surprised they didn't. No one tried to do the uh, like a group of people put in together for it. Hmm. Like you know, I got, got like got a group of like, like I'm sure they have some. Like you see them whenever they do their podcast live, they always have like sh- shout outs to the groups watching together. Yeah, get a good group of like you know thirty or forty people we'll have, like, good paying jobs and, like, decent salaries, chip in together, make a million, donate it as a group, and then, like, split the prizes evenly, like, you know, okay, the apartment, we can take it in turns going there and staying in Austin for a bit, or, you know, the Rolls Royce, okay, we take turns with it, or we eventually sell it and make the money back kind of thing, if we get you know. No, no, I feel like it could have been done. I'm surprised no one tried to. No one tried to, but all that to say, what were we talking about? We're always speaking of something, are we? Yeah. I did want to apologize for being late today, though. Uh, I had a very fun moment. My building, uh, the buzzer goes to my fiancé's phone. So if she's not home, I have to actually go let people in, old school style. Mm -hmm. Like a freaking caveman. Caveman eating rocks. (laughs) Caveman eating rocks. What? Um, (laughs) Uh, But I wanted to apologize. The reason I am late, and I mentioned this slightly earlier, was a conversation I got into with the woman who got me my gym membership uh, when we signed me up there, this lovely lady. Yes. Uh, about why she'd upgraded her phone to from a BlackBerry to a smartphone was because she wanted a front-facing camera. I like how you don't consider a BlackBerry a smartphone. I really don't. Mm. If your web content is purely text-based, then it is not a smartphone. You are a phone that can do email and maybe a calculator if you're lucky. Sure, I don't know if I would call a BlackBerry a smartphone now that I think about it. I feel like a few of the newer models they released, like right towards, I mean like really, when was the last new BlackBerry released?
0: I, I don't pay attention to what BlackBerry does. That's it. It's sad because they're a Canadian company and I gotta support Oh, yeah, I always, them, forget, but... that. I always forget that. Yeah, well, everyone forgets it. Because they well, used to be R-I, uh, R-I-M. Yeah. And then they just changed to BlackBerry because that's what everyone knew them as. Something in motion. Research in motion. Research in motion. RIM. it's yes. a
1: terrible acronym. RIM. RIM. Ugh.
0: So, um. I'm going to make the inevitable, if I'm looking for a job, at RIM. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I knew this would make the joke some more. Thank you very what much. What
0: makes you qualified... To get a rim job. (laughs) Well. I bleached
1: recently. (laughs) I shower every day. (laughs) Oh, God. You're hired. (laughs) I bet it's all you really need at that point. This company, they're desperate. Yep. Um, No, but (laughs) I I, I I remember like maybe three or four years ago, someone I knew had bought a BlackBerry phone just because they were a supporter of them still, and it was closer to an Android phone was maybe like five, six years ago. Like it had like yeah. web browsing and like digital, like everything kind on of a word that had internet I access mean, and stuff. My mom does still have
0: a Blackberry. She's the only holdout. The rest of the house is iPhone. She is the only Blackberry. I think she's every now and then she'll be like, I wanna get an iPhone, I wanna get an iPhone. But I think she's too into the um the physical keyboard still. I think that's the That's what I think big. most people's holdout. I get it. Like it took a while I mean, my first iPhone, I've been on iPhone for several years now. My first iPhone was a 3GS. Before that, it was, you know, flip phones, where it was the, not even just every key had its own button, but it was the T9 keyboard. You had to press the buttons three times, and, like, it sort of predicted what words you were going to
1: say. Yeah, I think we brought something on a previous episode, and I was yeah. like, I could never do that. Like, I'd watch girls in class, like, under the desk typing, and I'm like, like, really? Mm-hmm. I have to, like, plan out every sentence. It's a lot. Like I hated that stuff. Like I was like, if my text was more than three words, you knew I was involved. Otherwise, it was like, huh, okay. Not even it was K. Fuck it. No one got the O out of me. Um, So curious. I I see you typing over there. Um, Not calling you out. Actually, question about typing. Can you type on your iPhone without looking at the keyboard? Yep. Really? Yep. I don't. I mean, I have a pretty solid success rate of being able to type. Uh <laughs> As you know, I do not <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I think I made the comment yesterday, I was out of the bar and i made I think three tweets and a Facebook post over the course of the evening, like yeah. pre drinking, and I spelled something wrong in every single one of them. And I proofread the three of them.
0: I mean, when I told you I was coming over, you wrote and I quote Oh god, please don't. Cool, just eating and showing. Be ready in a few.
1: It was showering. I figured that out. <laughs> god damn it. Mm-hmm. I know Paula has one saved on her phone somewhere. I think she screenshotted for safety where I had, like, used Siri, like, text uh, speech-to-text to say something. Uh, I can't remember. The exact thing was something to do with the, like, they'd come by and Scotch guard to the couch. It's all ready. We can't sit in it for, like, 24 hours. And somehow it got, like, just so absolute, like, bollocks. <laughs> oh, God. And she was like, I, d- I don't even know. <laughs> like, it's gotten to the point where most people read my typos and go, okay, I can figure out what he meant. But... But then there was the one too where I think I had messaged, oh, I can't remember who was someone yesterday. Showed me the phone saying like you texted me this, and I looked at the text and I was like, yeah, I have no idea. I legitimately Grinsale, like yeah. could not <laughs> in context. Like... And it's I don't know what it is. It's just like whether autocorrect hits me sometimes, or like the typo would have been better without it, or just re- I just hit the wrong letter and really screwed the word up. But I'm pretty bad at that, so I'm amazed when people tell me they can type, they can basically touch type without seeing the keyboard. Like, do you type? Without looking at the without looking at the keyboard on the computer like you just, um I've gotten to a point where I can do it. Oh, really, and I still have to like peek every few seconds. Like even today I was putting in like my phone number or my credit card number as I was getting the gym membership. Oh no, I
0: peek every few seconds. Don't get me wrong, but I'm pretty comfortable with it. You know, a lifetime of typing. I'm a, I'm an English major, right? So paper yeah.
1: writing is just, I guess too. But even me, like I just. I can't I have to be looking at the keyboard I can type fairly quickly and I can like my words per minute can get high enough even without looking some things but like to comfortably type I have to look at the keyboard directly yeah and I feel like that might hinder my typing a little bit but um you know very weird so I did bring up this weird chain of smartphone events because I wanted to get back to I've never heard of somebody making the switch to a newer phone and the selling feature to them was the FaceTime or the front facing camera for selfies and speaking of which... Selfie sticks. Selfies and selfie sticks. I want to expand. I want to be very selfie open. Sticks. So I have also hit... Uh, on the way to the gym, went to get a lock for my locker. They were right next to the selfie sticks. I was so <laughs> tempted to grab us one. But I could not for the life of me bear to spend $2.50 yeah. $2. before tax on a selfie stick for a joke. I was like, you know what? I- no, beers are more important. Some <laughs> jokes go too far. Yeah. Um, well, I guess this
0: is my topic, right? This is my choice.
1: Yes, as we've discovered our new habit of one person buys beers, one person picks topic. It, it like, works. It seems like a really raw deal. I, just... I, I
0: opened a beer a little while ago. Yeah, and didn't, didn't hear a thing. Sound. I think you're just loud.
1: Just even my beers are loud. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> 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 anyway. So, so selfies and selfie sticks. Selfies yes.
0: and selfie sticks. Um... This one just came to my mind. I was thinking of a topic.
1: I had a topic at one point. Yeah, we where... had a, a previous one, which some people we speak to may have heard us talk about it and yeah, given us I some input. I think you wanted to do that one next I think, week I now. think we'll push that to next week. We'll yeah, forget about it for now. We'll talk about it one, later. It's a good one, but
0: it came to my mind suddenly. It's just like, you know
1: what? I got a lot to say about selfie sticks, and I'm sure other people do too. So that's what I'm really curious again. I like when you. I like when someone picks the topic because there seems to be a, like, there's a reason why it was on that list. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a majority of the list are yours, and I feel like a lot of them I still have a connection to. Yeah. So for me, selfie sticks, up until maybe a few hours ago, I definitely would have been on the side. I think you're on, which is the, like, I can't stand them. They're such a terrible, weird invention. Like, I think they're just, there's something, like, it just, you you just actively dislike people when they have them. You, oh. know, you see someone use them, and you're just like... Is that the side you think I'm on? Oh, no? I own a selfie stick. Oh, dude, I'm
0: embarrassed yeah. <laughs> Not for you, no. I'm just, like, embarrassed. I assume the other way. Uh, I, I have a selfie stick for my GoPro. Okay. Which apparently is slightly more acceptable. Than... Yeah, weirdly <laughs> enough it is. But, I don't know. I, I definitely used to be. And I think most people started out being, ugh, selfie sticks. Just another, you know, I'm old and people are young and they do these things. Yeah. But... It's funny, I didn't bring it to my Europe trip last year, but of mm-hmm. course they were everywhere. Whenever you went to any somewhat famous landmark, you had tourists with selfie sticks all over the place. And it would be very easy for me to think, these things are terrible. As Dario, our friend Dario says, mm-hmm. selfie sticks should be used to beat their
1: owners. Yeah, and I think that's the <laughs> majority of people's opinion on them. And I think that's, that's the gist I get from most people. But I, funny enough, a lot of the comments I got this week were a little bit eye-opening. Exactly. My thought, and I'll continue where I yeah, was going. Yeah, please continue. Um,
0: the more I thought about it, the more I was thinking, what's the difference between using a selfie stick to take a picture of yourself or just going up to a random stranger and saying, hey, can you take my picture real quick? Well, the random stranger might, I mean, I'm not saying
1: everyone will do it, but the random stranger could just say, all right, cool, free phone, and run away. And... This is actually what um, one of my discussions, actually with Paul of all people, did bring up, and it was the: We live in a day and age where it's not just handing someone a camera. A yeah. camera, it's expensive. A camera might be up to five hundred, six hundred, a thousand dollars, but it's a camera. It's yeah. replaceable. Yeah. As much as your phone might be backed up, mm-hmm. it really isn't. It's extension. It's, your phone's very much an extension of you. Well. To hand someone your phone, to to literally just give it to a person you don't know.
0: Takes a lot. It's a lot. It's not just a you know. It's not just for calling and texting. I mean, I'll just look at my apps right now. Obviously, my pictures, my notes are on here. Uh, all my contacts are on here. Facebook. I'm automatically logged in. My Instagram. I'm automatically logged in. Twitter. Automatically Dude, logged in. Dude, you have Snapchat's. Apple Pay on this thing now. You've got Apple your credit Pay. card linked to your phone now. That's it. You know, there's so many aspects of my personal life that are on. This phone. We can have a whole podcast dedicated to this on its own. Heck,
1: just our home screen on our phone could be a whole episode. That's it. In fact, remind me to put it on the list later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apps. I like this one. Yes. Good but, idea. you know, to, to hand that
0: over to a stranger is a lot more of an involved thing than just say, here's my camera. Mm-hmm. It's not that anymore. And honestly, honestly, that's not even it now. That's more... Another reason, but I guess the thought is, again, what's the difference between asking
1: someone to take your picture and taking the picture yourself? At the same time, I also feel like it's two different mediums almost. Like, there's photography, and then there's selfie photography. Right. Like, I am someone who, and in my schooling, I did study photography and video, so composing a photo, framing of a photo. Like, one of my weird pet peeves is when I get handed a camera, especially a smartphone camera, Yeah. that doesn't have the grid enabled... Hmm. Because as much as I know my grade pretty much by heart at this point, having it there to physically line things up and straighten out a photo are almost a necessity to me. Because if they're not there and my photo ends up being a little crooked, I will hate it. Okay. Like there, I don't know if you remember for a while, and I still do Once on a Blue Moon, uh, outside my fiancé's parents' house, there is a lovely view of the water uh, on Long Lake Shore. Yeah. And that one tree I photographed maybe 4,000 times. Yeah. Your tree. My tree. Your tree. I know exactly where to line that tree up on that grid <laughs> so that it is roughly the same position every photo. Follow at Boxless Thought on Instagram <laughs> if you want to see 20,000 tree <laughs> pictures. I don't go to her parents as often. Sometimes she puts anymore. filters
0: on them sometimes. <laughs> but I guess the selfie stick conversation for me ties mm-hmm. into a bigger conversation that I. I actually had put on the list um, earlier, which you can probably take off because I think we're going to cover it at a certain point in this podcast, that selfies and selfie sticks are tied into this implicit narcissism that people associate with social media in general. Where we take the best parts of our lives
1: and broadcast them for our friends and family to see. And that's it. I think a lot of apps today also sort of accentuate this. I mean, Snapchat is literally the... (laughs) Funny, looking through my Snapchat today, I actually have all. I rarely check Snapchat. It's one of those services that I'll check randomly. And kind of like the, like, you know, I'm in bed. I don't really want to get out of bed yet. I've checked Twitter already. I'll check Snapchat, see what's going on, just to kill some time. Yeah. I think today was the perfect mix of people showing off their travel, their adventure, uh, the party they're at, the food they're eating, or themselves at these crazy parties and events. It very much is a way of showing off your the best parts of your life. Or it's my cousin Nick showing me his feet and his bunny for a solid, like, 40 seconds. And a friend singing in the shower. Yeah. Like, it really, like, I feel like it's gotten to the point now where we we post ourselves on social media doing the best of the best. But we've also gotten so used to posting ourselves that we'll post ourselves doing pretty much anything at this point.
0: Yes and so i guess my thought is selfie sticks have sort of become this scapegoat and that that's where all of the issues stem from from these little metal rods that you can buy for what 250 at, at, Two there's a plastic one metal or three store. yeah i think my selfie stick for my gopro was 10 bucks
1: well, they have a little more support than they probably a little bit more of a balance. Yeah.
0: Actually, funny story about my selfie stick. Please. I, I, uh, <laughs> I ordered one from, like, China. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, this is bullshit. I'm going to order another one. They both showed up on the same day. They were the exact same selfie stick. So I had two identical selfie sticks in my house. I'm like, well, I'm either going to have to burn my house down.
1: <laughs> or... <laughs> That was brilliant.
0: Or um I'm gonna have to give one. I think I gave one to our friend God, I can't remember if it was either Kevin, uh Mexican Kevin, not French Kevin. (laughs) Or two Kevins. Or and and Mike. Tattoo Mike. (laughs) I don't wanna give
1: people's last
0: names away because you
1: know. No, I agree. It's one of those habits I know we want to get out of as not like revealing people, but like let people know who we're talking about to themselves. Uh (laughs) <laughs> a combination of I don't remember which one it was. I want to say it was it might have been Mike yeah. because he has a GoPro. And that makes so sense. I think and, um, I to him. And that was the one that when I took the GoPro to Hawaii. I didn't have a selfie stick for it and I didn't really bother because I knew that And I mean it's kind of funny if you go through any of my social media and look at especially the trip to Italy I did last summer with Paula and her family. Yeah. There was a good chunk of it where it was myself, Paula, her sister and her and one of our friends, her sister's best friend and roommate. Mhm. And every single one of the photos, selfies, it's always me at the end because I have the longest arms taking the yeah. selfie. And I realize, as much as I hate the selfie stick, and I mean like, as much as, again, the reason I was kind of turned around on it, my opinion has changed in the last recent like day or two, was really just the idea of you're nervous handing your phone to somebody. It lets you get away with that. Yeah. Yes, it's become the scapegoat for the hate and the narcissism, where in the reality is it's the person behind the stick, not the stick itself. Mm-hmm. Unless it's an iPad on herself, he's like, "Which case? No shame. That is shameful. That's weird. That is weird. I, I haven't seen that. I've saw, I saw, we saw. You've we seen were, an iPad. On oh, a we were sitting in Quebec City, and the girl had a iPad Mini on the end of herself, like like swung <laughs> over her shoulder like a hobo That's... with a bindle. Oh God, like... like one of those. <laughs> I, I'm picturing like, her. Right literally, now. it was like the most cliche. I'm picturing her with a five o'clock
0: shadow. Oh and, no, like, no, ripped she shoes. was
1: the most cliche like Asian schoolgirl, like in like the like literally like Sailor Moon uniform, like with like the the scarf around the neck and like the uh, no. pla- and, like the pink skirt. Like she could have been in a Hello Kitty music video at this point.
0: Or an Apple movie music video.
1: Or that one. She was one of the girls in that video. But just the like, I don't think it was necessarily an iPad per se. It was something about the size of an iPad mini or an iPad. One of the things was a Samsung tablet. Might have been. In the in a case attached, like a big heavy case attached to the selfie stick. Just over her shoulder walking through it with the three of her friends. And I was just like, I don't like you. Hmm. I really don't like you. Sorry, people taking photos with iPads just bugs me.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially in public venues. Where yeah, it's, it's just it's just like oh the judgment. But I mean, going to the narcissism thing on yes. social media. I keep jumping around. Sorry, for so many no, things that's to say. fine. We can always come back to <laughs> yes, it, right? That's it. It's like I'm thinking about it, and that as much as yes, there are people out there who take twenty thousand selfies of themselves in their bedroom and be like, I'm so ugly and whatever. And you have, you know, all their friends come in and say, oh, you're not ugly. And they know they're not ugly. They just want the validation. But at the same time, social media narcissism has actually been used in great ways. And How I so? think the greatest example is something we both took part in, which is the ALS ice bucket challenge. Oh, yeah. You know what? They're total guilt. Uh, you nominated me for that one, actually, <laughs> bud. I filmed, I, I filmed you, doing, you doing, it. doing it. too. it was a bonus. Um... The ALS ice bucket challenge, a lot of people started to hate on it because it's like, oh, well, some people are just pouring ice on themselves so they want to be seen pouring ice on themselves. I'm like, well, yeah, that's sort of the point. ALS is not like a cancer. It's not like a heart disease. It's not like a, you know, you know, AIDS, HIV. Mm-hmm. It's a lesser known, it's not a, a quote-unquote sexy disease. It's, it's very much a disease that does not get a lot of... Sorry, it's it, always a terrible, but you, No, terrible but it's true. It's, it's
1: like, I, I hear it a lot. It's the stadium have a sexy disease. It makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, I know. It, it's a terrible I suffer from a sexy learning disorder. What do I call it, KIF? Sexlexia. Sex-lexia. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sorry. Um, Carry on with your point. Yes.
0: ALS. But yes, I mean, the point was to raise awareness for ALS. And that was it. The point was to... And yes, there were a lot of people... I mean, how much money was it? A hundred and something million dollars. And do you think people receiving that money cared that the people doing it were doing it maybe somewhat to be seen doing it? Probably not. The the value of a dollar that was donated out of less than altruistic interest is not less than the value of a dollar that is donated just out of the good of your heart.
1: And that's it. And there was a lot of people, too, uh, who I know personally, who both did the challenge and still made a donation because they wanted to still do I something. I that. Good. High five, same here. Yeah. My mom and he made a little donation, so yeah. did you.
0: Yeah, but, um, no, that's it. It's like, some people did do the, I'm gonna donate, and do the
1: ice, because, you know, it, it, was, it was fun.
0: Just, it was a fun thing to do. It was, it was, awesome.
1: it was fun, it was silly, it got the word out there, and I mean, it's like you said, they, they did show the numbers, I can't remember at some point someone had made the comment of, like, oh, it's all just so narcissistic, it's all just, you know, publicity, like, no one's actually raising money. And someone put up the numbers of like donation, rough donation totals made in like twenty, like the three years previously, and that year, and it was like quadruple the amount. Yeah, and like it or not, even though maybe I'm, I'm guessing
0: donations have probably slowed compared to that because Mm -hmm. that was just such an intense challenge and intense movement. Mm -hmm. But you better believe people out there know about ALS now;
1: they're aware of it. That's it. It's probably still more in the common lexicon of diseases we speak of because of this challenge still Mm -hmm. it may not be making as much as it did when the challenge was big was two years ago the challenge really yeah but i still i'm willing to bet if we pulled up the numbers it's still higher than it was before the challenge and it's still more well known people have heard of it and at least have a vague idea of what it is or know of a little bit absolutely and there have been some people too i recall who did the challenge and prior to doing it gave a little like this is what als is this is where this money is going like made it like, hey, you're gonna watch me pour ice in my head like an idiot. At least learn something. That's it. So I guess I have tons of respect for that. Tying
0: it back into selfie sticks mm-hmm. and tying it back into there. There's this big thought that people wanting to be seen is a bad thing. People wanting to
1: broadcast themselves is a bad thing. We're broadcasting ourselves right now. And that's it. And I will admit that part of the reason I've always wanted to run a podcast. There are two major parts. is one, I've enjoyed the medium and wanted to take part of it. I enjoy sharing my thoughts and getting intelligent discussion going. Yeah. But I also have the dream of one day getting into voice acting. There you And know. this is a great tool to further not only my practice, I get to re-listen to the show, catch where I mumble more, where I don't pronounce, uh, pronounce, enunciate, enunciate or pronounce, or make up words like pronunciate.
0: I mean, I always love to, like, the idea of getting into the entertainment industry is well. Oh, that's
1: it. Like, my Ridiculous. dream is to eventually work yourself as a voice actor, even if it's just grunting as a, I get shot by a hitman or uh, assassinated by an assassin. Ugh, that was you. <laughs> I ever I tell you that I once actually met one of the guys who played one of the main villains in an Assassin's Creed series? No. Uh, they were two teachers, I believe, from McGill. And, like, in the, in the theater department, I met them working at Old Dog Best by selling them a TV. And they, uh, we were talking about it, and somehow it came up, and I was like, oh, you guys were voice actors for, for Assassin's Creed? They are like, yeah. I'm like, I'm playing it now. And they like, he's like, oh, yeah, I play so-and-so character, the the one uh, you assassinate on the boat. And I was like, I shot you last night! <laughs> and then my boss turned to me, and I was like,
0: oh uh, I can explain. I'm
1: running. <laughs> but, yeah, no,
0: that's exactly it, is that... And I guess I can even go even more philosophical and say, is there really anything that we do that isn't somewhat self-serving
1: in a so, way? To, to tie this into a very fun moment on Friends, actually, they bring this up quite nicely, where Joey challenges Phoebe that there is no such thing as a selfless deed. Mm-hmm. Because even the act of doing something selfless makes you happy, thus you've done a good deed. Exactly. And you've made yourself feel better, and you've served yourself in some way. And I can't remember how the episode ends, honestly. I think I may have fallen asleep or Either walked away. Either way, the idea
0: is that even if I do something that on the surface appears completely in the service of others, mm-hmm. the act of helping others or helping those I care about. So if I do something for a good friend, a family member, a loved one, anyone who who I have a strong connection with, who I who I enjoy helping out, the good feeling that I get of helping them and making them feel good mm-hmm. I guess you can argue, I mean, again, it's such a philosophical conversation, probably oh, yeah, way I above know. our uh, our level here. Yeah. The act of doing something that makes ourselves feel good, even if it is in the service of others, mm-hmm. makes it somewhat self-serving.
1: That's it. And I'm not going to sit here and kind of bash narcissism. I feel you do what you do because you want to do it. Yes. The better the thing is for the world around you, yay. If it's really just for yourself, but doesn't harm anyone else. There's no harm. Why complain? That's it. If you don't like when someone is using a selfie stick,
0: I mean, yes, they're a little annoying to walk around. It's a little more of a wide berth you have to give people who are using a selfie stick, but at the mm-hmm. same time, you could still walk around them. And in fact, they're using a selfie stick. The alternative is they disrupt you and say, excuse me, can you take our picture? Yeah, And they have to take like five to six, seven
1: pictures for them and... And on that note, too, so two more things with selfie sticks I wanted to get on, too, uh, was one of the comments that came up was, again, how much they have become so popular. They are now the thing being sold in tourist spots. Yeah. So if anyone's ever gone to, and I give the cliche, the Eiffel Tower, or um, we were in Italy at um, just whatever landmark, there is always people there trying to sell selfie sticks. Like, it amazed me. Like, I have been to Europe twice, and it was almost a five-year gap between the two trips. hmm And the first time there was, like, bracelets, keychains, and beads. The next time, it was, like, selfie sticks. Um, some dude was selling little, like, miniature remote control helicopters. And it's, like, it's truly evolved what people will try to sell you. And I realized on the like it, it does make sense, because people don't want to give their phone away. They want to take a picture of themselves there conveniently i've got stupidly long arms so i don't need one but i can see the benefit of them more and more these days
0: yeah one of the one of my favorite photos from my euro trip uh last year was when i was in cologne we were on the bridge over the 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 rhine r-h-e-i-n river Mm -hmm. and so one of the guys i met there he was taller than the rest of us, so he held his phone out and took a picture of the four of us with the, you know, the big cathedral in the background on the sunset. Beautiful picture. I'll probably post up on Instagram uh, I've never seen as, that a, as a hashtag throwback Thursday. Ah, uh, yes. And so, I mean, don't complain about narcissism and have an Instagram account, first of all.
1: Yeah. And that actually ties to, I wanted to share one of the comments yeah, we got please. in from uh, one of our lovely listeners, Lil. Hello, Lil hi um, Lil I'm fine thanks for asking <laughs> hashtag I'm fine <laughs> is that going to be our new thing I love it do it so um, a few messages from Lil and essentially to sum up it really comes down to take the photo for you if you have a selfie stick take photos of yourself in these locations and this actually goes to something I was always told by my mother because I would come home from school trips or getaways or a weekend away and I would take thousands of photos and she'd go there's no pictures of you Yeah. And I realized, like you know, what that's like. What your parents want you come home from like a weekend at the zoo in Toronto, and your parents like, great, a turkey. Where are you? Great waterfalls. Did you enjoy them? Do a picture of you. And that was something as a kid you really had. You bought like a disposable camera, and you couldn't really take a selfie. How are you gonna do it? That's it. Thinking back to my Euro trip, I
0: have two pictures of myself. Hmm. One at the Brandenburg Gate in Berlin, and one in New Haven and Copenhagen. And I took a selfie at the airport before I got on my flight. From Montreal to Brussels. And the rest is buildings and landmarks, half of which I do not remember what they are.
1: And that's it. They're lovely photos to have. I like taking ones yes. of interesting buildings, interesting architecture, sure. landmarks. But my mother really instilled in me, like, you should take photos yourself. And I mean, traveling mostly with my fiance, we love taking good photos together. Yeah. And I just, for her birthday a few days ago, I had posted a lovely collection of four photos of us taking different uh, photos I together. Saw that. A combination of selfies, and we had actually asked strangers to take photos of us. We... We're daring like that. We'll still do that sometimes. Do you like to live dangerously. Uh, yes. <laughs> but, um,
0: yeah. Yeah. I agree with what Lil said. Take photos for you and post them on social media. If someone really has enough time on their hands to call you out and be like, uh, you're so self-centered. Going back to what I said on the girly drinks Why podcast. Why are you listening to them? That's it. They have nothing else going on otherwise, except to try and bring you down. Yeah.
1: Fuck people like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, in fact, go on Reddit, going back to our last week's pocket, go on Reddit and you will find pictures in, like, history porn or, like, old school cool. Like, some of the first pictures ever taken were selfies. Oh, yeah. I believe it. Because, Um, you know what? I don't just want a picture of this landmark. I want a picture of myself in this landmark. That's it. Because you want to remember it. You want to remember you were there. there. And if I post that on social media and I post that and say, look, I was here. People are going to like it. People are going to hate it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: People are going to say, oh, you know, he's begging for attention. But you know what? Begging for attention has become this instantly
1: negative thing. And of course, there's overdoing it. Of course. We all know people who maybe overdo it. Yeah, I know. I think we all have the few people who just, you know, get too into themselves, take too many photos of themselves, share too much. But if every now and then you post a selfie or you take a
0: selfie and you use a, a, you know, a device meant to actually maybe get more of what's behind you. Take a better photo be able to angle it more, be able to get more into the photo. Is that really the downfall of mankind as people are
1: making it out to be? Some people would say it is. Uh, I also want to throw in another one. Lil had another comment. I want to see I also want to answer the question, which she poses the question, which is, would you still take the selfies if you didn't have social media on which to post it? Ooh and I think going back to my, my, the, the, my mother, I would. Because even if the photos are just for you, yeah. in 30 years, I can Google a picture of the Eiffel Tower. There'll be billions of pictures better than mine. That's it. Maybe not even as good as mine. Maybe mine's a better picture. But it's a photo of a building that'll be there likely a thousand years from now. I mean, I hope. It's a beautiful, gorgeous structure. do not know either way, of. right? And the photos will always exist. No one's going to go through the internet and delete every single photo of the Eiffel Tower that ever existed. That Unless would be Par- Unless
0: France goes through like this North Korea type regime <laughs> that I'm now banned from our Pyongyang. Anyway, um, no, I, I don't take that many selfies to begin with. The selfies I take are with my GoPro because when I'm, let's say, going, generally when I bring my GoPro, it's because I'm going hiking somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I want to take a picture of myself with the view behind me.
1: And that's it. Like, I remember when I did have the GoPro, I borrowed a friend's GoPro to take to Hawaii and we did go snorkeling.
0: Did you borrow
1: mine? Uh, no. no, a friend of ours. My was, friend, uh, Just,
0: our friend Justin, borrowed mine.
1: No, I mean it was I borrowed from one of the Starbucks you're right, girls. right. right. But it was because I know I wanted to go, you know, do some mm-hmm. snorkeling and get some photos underwater, so they come the waterproof case and a bunch of the stuff. You know, I couldn't figure out that orange foam pad on the back of the case did the entire trip. I never used it because I knew what it was when finally explained this for, with floats. Yeah, which would have been smart underwater. I had the uh, the strap on the wrist, so I wouldn't lose it. But again, I was able to. To, to I digress while underwater while swimming with Paula I was able to turn the camera on us or film her or film us together underwater because as much as fish are lovely and I saw some great uh, coral it's the two of us experience something so different and amazing yeah I mean I went through my phone and I found pictures of me skydiving and to be able to turn to a friend at the bar yesterday and go look at this photo and they look at my phone and go is, someone skyd- is it you skydiving? that's a great moment to have and yeah that's yeah, a little self-serving it's so let me show off a thing I did but it's, hey, I did this. Yeah. I could just as easily, and I'm, I'll i point it right on the wall there, that thing hanging next to the two uh, paintings. I jupangu. did actually notice that. That uh, is my certificate of skydiving, my first solo jump. I was looking at that earlier, but I don't know. I think... It's not as lofty as a photo of me
0: doing it. Still, again, I guess selfie sticks have become, again, this, like, scapegoat. Yes. For all that is bad with the younger generation. And, like, selfie sticks have become this paragon. You know, selfie sticks along with, you know... I can't even think of other examples, but... Oh, just... no.
1: Note the new one is now. What? And a few of our coworkers are guilty of this, and I totally respect it. The case for the iPhone that has the flash on the front now. Have you seen these? Oh, Nima had one of those. Yeah. Another from Dubai. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've seen more of them. I've seen customs of them, too. Where, essentially, it's a case for the iPhone yeah. that extends on the edges and it gives, like, a border of LEDs. Like, almost like, slightly like you mass. have...
0: Like, if you're one of those actresses in those feature films <laughs> and you have those little bulbs around your mirror it's like one of those yes, or a ring things. light
1: when we did the uh, when George and I did that, shot that video with everyone for the shaving our heads oh
0: I did I did a photo shoot with George and I brought my dog to a photo shoot with George so if you want narcissism
1: yeah. there it is dog
0: narcissism is the best narcissism Oh my, if you, if anyone follows me on Snapchat right now, my Snapchat story is a picture of all three of my dogs cuddling. They are so cute. I, lo- are, I was in love with them. And they're
1: never, like... That is the only thing I say Snapchat needs, and I'm going to say here on my high horse of Snapchattery, the only thing that Snapchat doesn't have, I wish it did, was just a way to respond to a photo. Like, as much as we complain that likes were just sort a of BS thing on, like, you Facebook... respond to a photo. You can, like, a slide up to chat kind of yeah. thing, I think. But I would just love to be able to, like... Double tap or when I'm on a photo, like whatever gesture, like a slide up from the middle or something, or like a hold it while you're watching it, just to give it like a little like thumbs up or like a smiley face, just so. Oh, like a live. Just so I, you get a notification, like so and so watched your story and really liked your photo. Like okay, I understand. What and saying. I feel like that's again kind of the narcissism is because you, I, I, not that I want the feedback, but that I like to share it. I want to be able to say like I saw that photo and loved it. But I feel weird going to text you saying, "Hey, you know your Snapchat from like last night? The you at the bar? Great photo, great like, stuff, man! I love your work. It's <laughs> fantastic. Big fan, big fan. Who are you? I would really, I really want to know. Someone to get Snapchat famous? I'm sure people have. I'm sure the term is not the mouth pointing mean, a term. Celebrities have. I mean, DJ Khaled would probably be the best example. of Someone, yeah, I guess. And I'm sure more, love, I mean, more a lot people
0: of... know his Snapchat stuff. Then they know his actual music. I only
1: static. vaguely know the name. <laughs> He'll show me his snaps. all I do is win? Okay, okay, yeah. That's probably the most... But I would love someone to get Snapchat famous and then actively go around doing autographs with disappearing ink.
0: <laughs> you sign in my In ten thing? seconds
1: it goes away. <laughs> and you can never get it back. But then you just Snapchat the thing oh wait, no, then the whole thing goes in a circle. Yeah. But at I'm the same over. time,
0: again, I guess we're getting to an hour.
1: Yeah, we're hitting the silly point of the show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cl- like, we've already had a couple beers, so...
1: I'm still on my second one. You're beating me for this. Are where's... you? I almost finished my third. Yeah, third even I'm open yet. I'm a quick drinker. We all know this. Yeah, but I've been a little slow today, I guess. But
0: I guess if I were to say uh, a thing to finish up on Selfie Sticks, it's that they are somewhat representative of just the the influence of social media that it has on our lives and the need to publicize things that are going on With each and every one of us in the sense that we can't just do something. We have to be seen doing something. And honestly, I don't think that's something that has
1: just come up in this generation. It's something that's always been present. I mean, your parents, I guarantee you ask them, they still have photo. They still have photos of you at your first birthday, they still have photos of you being born, oh, they my even parents, have videos of their stuff. My
0: parents had no life when I was born. Like, <laughs> I was the first born. They even told, like, we watched home videos of me, and, the, and my dad looks at me, he's
1: like, yeah, we had no life when when you were born. And I mean, I feel a lot of parents would be on that same page, and I just feel like it's again, because we've advanced in technology, where it used to be, here's photos from my birthday, or that trip. We now have the phone in our pocket. We have the selfie stick right beside us. Yeah. We can now be sitting anywhere doing anything and go, let's capture this moment. That's it. And I don't want to
0: be the guy taking the picture where everyone else gets together and like, oh, where was I? Oh, I was taking the picture. I drew the short straw. I yeah. want to be there with my friends. Like like a home video. When am I going to sit down and watch a home video? My, per- my parents probably didn't watch those home videos with me until that time. Oh
1: yeah, no. We recently went back and we watched a few because Paula wanted to see some old videos. That's
0: it. How often do you go back? Whereas with an Instagram account
1: now, oh you yeah, I scroll slide
0: back through everything. Yeah, I'll, I will scroll back also and see what what things did I take pictures of back in the day. I, I literally just app.
1: said it. I went to my photos app and with the iPhone 6s, you can force touch and do yep. show me photos from a year ago. Mm-hmm. There was an entire app dedicated to it for a while that was really popular. That I'm forgetting the name of now it had a really cute dinosaurs. Their little character. Yeah, you're not gonna get any help from me here. Oh fuck! Paula loved it. We were using it forever, and it was like, "It would just show you like Dino Photo Hop, <laughs> time travel." Oh, I think we called time hop. You're right. Oh, okay. Well, we you it. No, but it was a, the whole premise was you linked your like photos app, your Twitter, your Facebook, and any other social media, and it would just show you a year ago today what you were doing. I mean,
0: Facebook does that now. Uh, they've now adopted memories. it, and I think that's why yeah. I heard of
1: it. My favorite was on that app, though. Uh, I think it was around, it was like Valentine's Day. Okay. There, it was like the, like, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> like, you know it's going to be photos of you with your ex. Are you sure? Or just look at pictures of kittens today. And you know, like, the two options. Oh, God. It was really funny. We should start wrapping up. Yes. We are at the, the hour mark. Again, in mean, closing remarks, you, you pretty summed it up there. We live in a world where we have the ability, we have the tools to better share the stuff. And I think it's... going back to the slang one from last time. Is the younger generations, the generations that are now below us, the teens coming out of high school now, there'll be new technology, there'll be new yeah. ways of broadcasting. Look, i never gone into the whole Periscope thing, but I know that's being picked up like that's crazy the thing. now.
0: It's not that we're more narcissistic than we were before, it's that we have more ways in which to... To embrace, embrace it. Embrace it and display it. And that's not a bad thing. It's not a sign of the downfall of humanity, as some people like to say. It's really just... People being people. Like, that's it. And it's not just kids doing it. Like, I know some older people on Facebook who will just take pictures of themselves. And the first thought is, aren't you 42? Hey, but you know what? If you're proud of who you are and that's you have it. a good and photo you of think, yourself, you know sure. what? Yeah, that's it. What harm does it do to me? I can scroll past. I can even... Facebook lets you hide... Or unfollow people if you oh, really I have don't want to. Oh, I've abused that feature. I went through a couple weeks ago and unfollowed like a dozen people. Just people oh, who are overly oh, like, people who share things way too much, people who like sexist and a little racist stuff. Oh, is bigotry like and all that. Much. Or sharing the
1: bullshit posts like the share this or they'll turn your account off. And it's like, why don't you just unfriend them? Well, I don't
0: know. I don't know why I just unfriend Why? Because they might be family. Like, that's, yeah. That's the true one for me. Yeah. No, me too. Me too. I have a couple of those. Yeah.
1: Also, could I be almost the opposite of this? Uh, I've been Snapchatting this guy who's been Snapchatting me. This guy, Dom. A new guy, eh? Just out of nowhere sent me a Snapchat. And I respond to being like, Oh, cool. Hope your flight is good. Um, who are you? And he responded. We ended up chatting for a bit over Snapchat, and we looked each other up on Facebook. Is so you a dead. fan of the show? Maybe. I don't know. No friends in common. Lives in Montreal, now lives in Copenhagen. Oh, jealous. So I'm just getting snaps of, like, parties in Copenhagen, or him in his office in Copenhagen, and I'm just like... And not even, like, his story. He's snapping them at me. <laughs> and we've just come to this silent agreement of we'll snap each other once in a while. Just like hey stranger who somehow found me on snapchat maybe he's a big fan said, of the
0: show just,
1: it's just one of those things where it was like huh if also, that's the
0: case dom where where are my snapchats
1: yeah but, dom you, you gotta add uh you gotta add the some, wax the wax
0: into your snapchat because lila's not there anymore she she's on uh, she's traveling now yeah so she's I coming home care. soon uh i spoke to her a couple weeks ago so a couple weeks ago it was seven weeks so she'll be home soon, mid
1: July, I think. I do miss that girl. We got a Syrian chance back, a little party. Agreed. Take her down to that bar we could going to. The the one, that you. Midway. That's the one. We'll go to Midway. There was a good. Midway is a good spot. I was just there. Yeah. Uh, a f- well, last week. Yeah, yeah. A few days ago, actually. Even. I was tired. I couldn't make it. I was dead. <laughs> it's okay. We understood. We'll make it to the next drinking one, cause yep. we don't drink enough together. True. Never. 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 Never happens. Never drink. No, I've never seen you drink. Never. Ever. God no. So this will be our sign off, guys. Uh, as usual, you can catch us on Twitter. I'm at Boxless Thoughts. Yeah, but uh, at at Ryan W. I want to just give a quick
0: shout out to my buddy Brad, who just also released his first episode of his podcast. Exciting! If you are into professional wrestling, it is a niche podcast. It's it's they're called the Four Jobbers. It's him, his friends Jordan, Lewis, and Gilbert. Uh, they talk about wrestling. Uh, a couple of them are Scottish, so you might need a translator, (laughs) but it's good stuff if you are into professional wrestling, if that's your thing, please, please, please check them out. They are on iTunes. They have one episode up. I might be able to listen. I'm not a big wrestling guy, but I I, I do appreciate uh, Brad. I used to be so much into professional wrestling. We'll get into that another time.
1: Yeah, that's one. We'll get into a sports episode. We'll talk about that. I, I, s- I have some wrestling be,
0: stories. Definitely, I used to be huge into professional wrestling. But yeah, please check out the Four Jobbers if wrestling is your thing. If yeah. not, check them out anyway. They probably have good
1: banter. I feel like they would. I feel They're, like you know. It,
0: listen, stop. it's 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 two Scotmen two Scots, an Irishman, and a Canadian having oh, drinks together. Dude. That. In itself is probably good enough to check out. And I think I'm gonna give hour. it a listen, see so what happens. Definitely worth it. Four Jobbers. Four Jobbers I have a Twitter account too. You can Ooh, follow them. Yeah, so, uh, Brad, yeah, if you're listening, I got your back, my friend. Yeah, bro. Bro.
1: Bro. 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 Um, bro. But yeah, follow us on Twitter. Uh, uh, as always, a shout-out to our lovely artist, Andrea, at airy so Smiles. Again, you can find our Twitter handle along with ours right in our logo. Andrea, or our we cover love up. you. We love Rooster Teeth. We love Ruby. Thank you so much. We i got to go watch Chibi. I
0: haven't watched this week's yet. We are so much in your debt. Do we have anything else to shout-out
1: before we go? I mean, I guess we did shout-out him out a little bit, but we can be a little more specific and say uh, Original Gamer on YouTube, Mike's channel through uh, Epic Mealtime. Yeah, our good friend Mike
0: is working with Epic Mealtime now. He does. uh, He does a lot of live streams on YouTube with the YouTube
1: Gaming series. Check him out. He's such a cool guy. A lot of Overwatch recently, but he's really fun. It is. But everyone's playing Overwatch. Tell him him we sent you. Until he's pretty good at chatting to the audience. He gets uh, quite a few viewers, but he's pretty good at singling people out and chatting. Nice little chat. And he's a cool guy.
0: Yeah, really, really nice guy. I had a thing I was going to say before we left, which was I forgot. Oh, you forgot what it was? I forgot what it was. I don't think it was that important. So I guess uh, we'll just uh, we'll just go away now. Yep, I'm just I'm waiting. You know what I'm waiting for? I know what you're waiting for. <laughs> A little like techno remix. Speaking of which, beer. Bye. I love you. I love you more. No.